For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How are you today? I'm absolutely wonderful. Went and picked up my girlfriend from oh. the airport last night. Nice. So that's pretty great. About to have two weeks of vacation. Nice. Dude, this is amazing. Yeah, I'm going to relax for once. Without divulging too many, too much information uh, about your personal relationship, your girlfriend's uh, from all the way from Australia, right? Yeah, which is pretty dang cool. She had like a 24-hour plus travel to get over here. So super exciting. That's awesome. Awesome. That's, that's amazing. What a time of year to be here. Oh, just beautiful outside in the oh, great state sure. of Michigan. I hope you guys have tons of plans. I'm sure you do. Uh, yeah. We're going to go to like a soccer game, Tigers game, uh, go to the DIA nice. zoo. We're going to go to the West coast for a little bit. should be really cool. nice. Amazing, dude. I love I love to hear it. I love to hear it. Hopefully, with some traveling and around, you'll have some time to listen to some music. Yeah, um, I'll do my best to keep up, but who knows? Yeah. yeah. For people that are tuning in this week and maybe they don't know where they are and they've stumbled upon us on the internet or something, big week last week. Very big week. Big week. Huge. Very, very huge week with a lot of stuff that I was pleasantly surprised about. But before we get into last week and this week, of course, any news? Any yeah. new news? So I got three news items this week, bud. Oh, wow. Uh, we got kind of a sad slash concerning one. Mm. We've got a re- pretty sad one. And we've got kind of a wholesome, funny one. Okay, well, we'll, we'll do the wholesome, funny one last. All right. Uh, so first up, let's go... Kind of sad, concerning one. Uh, Travis Barker in the hospital. Uh, I did not out, hear about this. Yeah, tweeting out that he's really not feeling well. Uh, thankfully, we have heard what the diagnosis is, and it's just pancreatitis. So okay. nothing, nothing super serious, something pretty treatable. But obviously, with the recent happenings with Mark Hoppus, this is a very concerning thing, right? Uh, these guys are getting older, and uh, something that we need to... Keep him in our thoughts for. Absolutely. Uh, love Travis Barker. What for a, sure. What a guy. Maybe that guy's working too hard, you know? 
Oh, uh, maybe he needs to chill out a little bit. I don't know if pancreatitis has any relation to that. Probably not. But uh, that, yeah, that dude might need to just chill. For sure. Hope he's all right. Uh, our sad news, mm. the North Lane North American tour has been canceled. Um, never a great thing, but apparently mm. the visas are just completely delayed and backed up. It would take them over 200 days on the wait list. What? Uh, yeah, for a touring visa to come over here from Australia. So pretty crazy. Um, that yeah, is that, crazy. This is like the second or third tour in a row that's gotten canceled on Silent Planet. And a couple of these other bands on here as well. Um, Low, The Void, uh, also smaller bands, right? Uh, so let's make sure we go out and support them, buy some merch, something like that. Um, Absolutely. Should be. Hopefully they'll That's be able to recover. Bad. I know Garrett said they were trying to plan some shows, but uh, we will see what happens. There. Well, Silent Planet, a very savvy band. Uh, oh, for you know, sure. They, they know what they're doing. They're on the business side of things. They're, they always do a great job. Um, I'm sure they'll be all right, but that's too, that's too bad for North Lane too. You know, I, I, uh, mm -hmm. it's obviously it's difficult enough being from Australia as yep. <laughs> your girlfriend can attest to. And when they have to deal with that kind of stuff, not being able to get a visa, that's, oh, for sure. Yeah, that's really annoying. Yep. Uh, and then our kind of wholesome news. Um, so kiss 104.9, this is a pop radio station in Vancouver. Uh, they laid off two of their DJs. Okay. Um, not a great sign, but this, this is a radio station that plays like pop music. And like mm -hmm. the most recent pop music I know is probably like Lizzo and Lord and Katy Perry and Kesha and that kind of stuff. Right. Yep. Yep. Uh, the remaining staff played killing in the name of by rage against the machine on loop for 24 hours <laughs> and simply ignored people's requests to play something else. Wow. <laughs> Uh, apparently, they were flooded with emails and calls into the station, and nobody gave a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd think there'd be some, you know, parent company or something that would be pretty mad about it. You know, like oh, in I'm Canada, sure. a lot of the radio stations are owned by like Bell Media or Rogers or something. I don't know. Um, but, but the chains wow. of a corporate giant take a little bit longer to move, too. So mm, that's true. <laughs> I checked that this happened yesterday. They're back on their normal stuff today, but pretty interesting and hilarious. Yeah, mm, I mean, I like it. I like the protest. That's good. They just good laid two DJs off. What are they going to do? Fire more? <laughs> Not have people to work? Oh. <laughs> and, and I assume you mean the full unedited. Like I, I the, hope so. I mean, because that's like, you think that's the, the like CRTC, which is like uh, uh, our, you know, the, the, our like, the, the Radio organization that, that, censoring that, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That 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 makes sure people are above board uh, would have a pretty major problem with that. <laughs> that oh, I'm song. sure. Of it. <laughs> but uh, wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yep. We love to see it. Uh, you you ready to get into that stuff from last week? Hundred percent. We had. Did we have eleven records or something? Something like that. Um. Yeah, it was pretty wild. A lot of stuff. Um, I, I don't think I listened to everything, but I did listen to a fair amount of stuff. So I'll let you take the reins uh, and, yeah. and start wherever you like. Yeah, so I got pretty close listening to absolutely everything. Uh, first off, let's just go ahead and get started with Ailstorm, Seventh Realm mm -hmm. of the Seventh Realm. Mm -hmm. This thing is absolutely incredible. <laughs> it gave me everything I wanted and more, yep. including Ailstorm for Dogs. Which is uh, the record just with dog barks uh, yep. instead of vocals. And they're pitch corrected uh, <laughs> for the vocals to match and everything like that. So don't worry, your composition will be entirely the same. It's just dog barks. It's um, amazing. Yeah, it's they, it's incredible. They did that it's two right on brand. Ago. Yep. And I was, I was really sad because the last record they did on the deluxe release, they did orchestral versions, right? Uh, so this time they said that you're only getting... Uh, acoustic versions. So I was like, oh, okay. And then I got the CD on uh, Thursday. I got all my vinyl delivered and everything like that. And I look at the CD and I'm like, man, this is thick for a dual, dual CD. There's three CDs. Oh my God, they did the dogs again. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a very happy moment for me. Yes, yes, you know, no. Uh, this album's absolutely incredible. Um, I think there, unsurprisingly, there were some absolute bangers on... Uh, the album that weren't 
singles as well. Uh, I think like some of my favorites were like Return to Tortuga and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was honestly amazed at how tongue in cheek Return or Come to Brazil was. I love Come to Brazil. <laughs> it was so <laughs> good. Like so uh, good. If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like songs like Under the Black Flag or Under Black and Banners. That's what it is. And uh, Bite the Hook Hand That Feeds. Whole Nine Inch Nails <laughs> reference there. It's just a fun, a fun record. Uh, it is a fun record, and and yeah, I mean, we're not we're not telling you you're gonna you know uh, learn not a bunch change of the shit way you look at music and or life probably, but it'll no. make you laugh and maybe uh, it'll change the way you look at life. I mean, I feel a lot more carefree when I have this record. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get any ideas, okay, about doing nothing but drinking rum and shooting guns and uh, you know. <laughs> Being a pirate, but, uh, you do you, man. You do you. Which I'm kind of surprised they hadn't. Uh, what is it? The Battle of Cape Fear River, where the chorus is just "I'm a fucking pirate." Like I'm surprised they hadn't delved into that yet. So right, right. I know they're. You'd think that by now they maybe would run out of some some cliche ideas, but I think mm-hmm. it's okay if they just start repeating them. No one's I gonna think mind. So too. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I mean, pe- people mind. There have been some horrible reviews for this album, but I, th- <laughs> I think that they just need to loosen up a little bit and have some fun because yep. that's what this record is all about. No bad reviews here. We, uh, yeah, we're giving this uh, five five stars. Absolutely, five peg legs. Mm, perfect. <laughs> uh, next up, this record from Earthists. Have a good cult. Tokyo, Japan, little metalcore band bringing in some absolutely really cool J-pop sensibilities as well. Yes. Uh, did you like this record? I loved it. It's, it was the biggest surprise so of the week fun. for me. So fun. So so much energy to this record. Yeah. Like they're they don't they don't literally take a break. Like the songs are quick to the point. Everything's fast. Mm-hmm. It's like very, very exciting record. And yep. I love that about it. Like you just kind of put it on and like it just takes you for a really cool ride. The songs mm-hmm. are great though, well performed. Um, and I love the the kind of blend between, you know, you say K-pop sensibility. I love that, you know, between yep. that and like some of the kind of proggy metalcore that they're bringing in while still mm-hmm. writing great songs. It, it doesn't seem out of place. Yep. And yeah, this was the record for sure. Like, you know, I, I you were talking about it last week. I, I didn't know too much about the band. And I put it on and I was like pretty much pretty blown away, to be honest. So mm-hmm. I think this for me, this is like this could be the album of the week um, of last week and no, uh, sure. definitely something that I'm going to be listening to again and again. And I don't know if it's going to end up on end of the year lists, but like it's got that potential. I would potential. not be surprised. I think at least ours, right? But yeah, at like, least it's, ours. it's just fun. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah next- no, there's no way Pitchfork likes this fucking record. I don't give no. a shit about what they say anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, we're in our own, <laughs> we're in our way on our own category over here and that's oh, fine yeah. with us. That's uh, fine. Next up, just because I see it, I'm scanning through the playlist. There was a record I missed last week. Oh, shit. And I've got to talk about it because this thing is just so incredible. You're aware of the absolute drum god, Chris Turner, right? Yeah. Ocean's 8 Alaska. Yeah. Um, he released his debut solo record. Interesting. I did not uh, hear about this the, either. The instrumental versions of it. Um, it's called Steezy. This dude is absolutely insane and the fact that he records all of these songs in one take with no triggers or like samples and things like that of his actual drum patterns is buck wild wow um obviously he gets some friends to help out with uh, some of the other instrumentals things like guitar things like that but this is just an absolutely fun instrumental record where you kind of just put it on and listen to the absolute best drummer in the world right now have a blast it's really sick, you know. Yeah, you don't get a lot of solo drum records, you, you know. It's like, like I remember Lou Collins, but Lou Collins solo yeah. stuff is pop. So yeah, well, I remember Travis Barker did a solo record where he got a bunch of bunch of vocalists, other vocalists mm-hmm. and stuff to, to to do one with him and stuff. Um, but a, a really a real drum centric record sounds like a lot of fun. I, I'm definitely mm-hmm. gonna give this a spin. Yeah, and he's planning on. Uh, later in the year, I believe, releasing the non-instrumental versions with a lot of friends featuring on vocals and stuff like that. So it should be really cool then as well. Cool. But that's, yeah. That's super cool. Super Tons interesting. Great. Um, next up, you want to go to Ontario and talk about this Alexis on Fire record? 
We could talk about it. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I was really surprised by this record. I was expecting uh, a lot of the um, non-single songs to kind of go back to their roots a little bit more. But no, this record is really kind of focused on that new sound that they've got. And I think they hard committed to it. And I am so happy that they did because this record as a whole is just super, super fun, super fresh, and doesn't feel dated, right? Like, I love Alexis on Fire and those old records, but they still feel kind of dated when I listen to them now. This is just good. Yeah, I mean, I I wasn't sure what to expect at all. And yeah, the singles were, a lot of them were kind of slower tempo. And you're right, the Mm -hmm. album tracks were were similar as well to that. Um, The production was kind of, was also kind of interesting because it's a very vibey record, very open, kind of sounds like they're they're kind of playing in a in a big room. With a lot of negative space too. Yeah, is, which is which is a cool approach and like yeah, I, I'll give them a lot of credit for doing that and really doing something that it sounds like they wanted to do mm-hmm. uh and not really worried about um you know their their fans um and I haven't heard much much negative feedback from the fans though, which no, I, I find either kind of interesting because if you told me this was going to be going to be what happened I thought that there would be some pushback from the fans that want you know another crisis or another watch mm-hmm. out or whatever so for this I record think everybody's kind of matured with the band though right yeah I think you're right and and uh and good on good on them for for like you said staying the course mm-hmm. and uh and just doing something that they that they want to to express themselves is I think that's uh it's a great move and it seems to be working. Um, you know, I mean, Dallas Green, you know, he's the guy, uh, he's got some pipes and For you sure. hear him on this thing. Uh, next up, let's talk about this Coheed record. Didn't listen to it. Look, I am, dude, I, I am, am mad at this record. Okay. Tell, tell me why. I'll tell you why I so, didn't listen to it. So probably the best Coheed and Cambria song is on this record and it is not a single and I am mad that it wasn't a single. Wow. You're going to put this thing on and you're going to get to a song called A Disappearing Act. And it is like, how do I describe it? The first time I heard Satellites by Anar Shikari off their most recent record, where it just comes in and it's way poppier than you expect for the band. But oh my God, it just works so damn well with what they're doing. And they don't like, it comes on and you're like, wow, this is Coheed and Cambria. I can tell that, but it doesn't sound like anything they've ever done. And I think it's, so fucking cool as a track. Interesting. So well, after, the record's good though. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm sure. I mean, they're a great band. Here's how I feel about it. I feel a little bit like Coheed and Cambria is the Star Wars of post-hardcore. Oh, for sure. And, and I like don't want to just go to the movie theater and watch the new Star Wars movie if I haven't seen the other nine mm-hmm. or however many there are. That's yep. how I feel about this band. I feel like a poser. I feel like I'm not allowed to listen to this band. I feel very gatekeeped, gatekeepery, whatever the mm-hmm. right <laughs> word for it is. And, and I like was going to put this on and I'm like, I don't know if I'm, if I can handle it. Like I need to go yep. back and listen to everything. Like I need to, you know, just like I need to go back to a new hope or something, you know? Um, or episode one, whatever order you think we should watch them in. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I uh, that's how I feel about this band, but there's no doubt in my mind that they're capable of making incredible uh, albums and incredible singles, like you said, which is, you know, which yes. I mean, they're not, they're not focused on singles, I don't believe, but... No, they're not. You know, it's, uh, it's a great band. Yeah. Um, it took me a little while to get to this record. I listened to it yesterday um, because I just got to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm not going to have the perfect time to listen to this record. I just need mm-hmm. to put it on and listen to it. Right. And I was just pleasantly impressed. I feel like this is the least gatekeepy record that they've had in a while. Oh, okay. Which is gatekeepy. good. We're going with gatekeepy. Yeah. Got it. Perfect. We're making adjectives here. Uh, um, what else? Let's do a couple more and then let's dive in. Yeah. Did you listen to Spearbox EP? I did. Absolute blast. We got to talk about it. Yeah. We do yeah. have to talk about that one. Um, you know, I think it's great. I think the band is great. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm almost feeling like they're reinventing themselves already. Yes, and which that's what their, we wanted. Which in their career path is like kind of a bold move mm-hmm. because obviously, like everyone's heard of the band already. Like I called them Artists of the Year last year. You know, they had so many big singles before their first 
album even came out. Yep. And now with this EP, they're they're taking even a newer, like almost pop, uh, more pop driven direction. Mm-hmm. There's a lot less screaming on this EP. Yep. Um, don't good. get me wrong. There's some good heavy parts, but a lot less screaming. You know, I, I don't know though. I, I think I listened to this twice all the way through. It, I liked it a lot better the second time. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm really excited for what they're going to do. But my favorite parts of Spirit Box is when Courtney is going crazy, just yeah. belting out the clean vocals and screaming her head off. And like that to me is the best thing about the band. And mm-hmm. that's what I want. And yeah, when I they lo- do the vibey stuff, side, I know. And I, and I think the vibey stuff is really cool, but I'm, I'm like, I'm like, and listening to this band, like I'm anticipating well, give me the payoff. You know what yeah. I mean? And some of the songs, I feel like there, I don't want to wait that long, but I'm also an impatient person. There's not a holy roller person. moment on this EP. There isn't, no. But I, I know there will be in the future with, mm-hmm. with another full length and mad respect for them for really just flipping things on, on its head and like doing what they want to do. It's, it's sure. really, really great. Um, last one I really want to talk about, then we'll kind of breeze through everything else. Uh, Heaven is Here by Candy. Do you listen to this absolute disgusting cacophonous monster? It, it is disgusting. Um, that's the word for it. It's it's, <laughs> it's really so like kind of it's kind of like unlike anything really else. It's it's it really is on on one. I love it so much. It's great. Um, and to just kind of recap really quickly for everybody because I know there was a lot of music last week. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a new Limbs EP that was an absolute blast and exactly what I expected from the band. There was a new Betraying the Martyrs EP, and that was just super refreshing for the band. They've really found a new sound for themselves, and it's great. Uh, Same with the new Profiler EP. That was just a really, Mm -hmm. really fun kind of groovy metalcore record. Um, The new Emery record kind of impressed me. Um, It's great. Yeah, the singles were, I don't know, it, it worked together. And I think that that's something that I didn't anticipate as much based on how the singles kind of went. They're just such a creative band. There's just always so many like cool ideas they have on their records. Mm-hmm. And this is no exception. For sure. Uh, and then the new Sakamami record really surprised me as well. Loved it. It's Absolutely just so loved it. good. Like, such great songs. I, I was another one that really impressed me this week. For, yeah. for me, Earthist and Sakamami were both two of the best records. And, yep. and records that, again don't be surprised if they're they're on one of our end, end of the year lists because they're sure. really good records. Um, and then last thing I just want to talk about, did you listen to the new Megadeth song? Oh no, I didn't listen to it. I got to hear you it. Gotta, you got to hear it. It's so fucking good. Sick. It's That's, so good. That rules. Good, good for Dave and the boys. Love it. Oh yeah. Got to listen to it. Got to get him on the show. He said he would. Okay. Let's get him. He did say. He did say say. that when there's something to talk about, he wants to do the show. So, and hey, they just announced an album. Okay, I'm I'm calling Dave. I'm calling Dave. All right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we uh, all right. That was a big, big talk. Lots of records. Mm -hmm. Let's get into this week. How many we got? We got a top eight, but I think it's going to go pretty quickly. We've got a lot of stuff here that uh, a little bit more of just mentions than anything else. But, Who's um, in your top eight, Mike? It's like MySpace. This uh, is, this Tom's, is... Tom's always number one <laughs> because I didn't like to pick favorites. Oh yeah, so, I always I always kept Tom in my top eight and people would literally DM me being like, why is Tom in your top eight? It's like, he started this shit. Give him some respect. He's the Jesus yeah. of MySpace. Really is. He's a bro. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, MySpace aside, let's get into it. Uh, we'll start with number eight. Yes, yeah, so number eight, coming out of Los Angeles, California, we've got the new record Nocturnal by Mothica. This mm. is kind of a solo pop rock, goth pop project. And I think that there's some really, really kind of neat songs on here, almost towing on the line of uh, early Billie Eilish-esque. And I think that there's some really cool songs in here. Uh, like I really like Glass Cigarette and Bedtime Stories, uh, but some of the tracks are also, I could leave them and never hear them again. I think this is going to be a record that some people out there are really, really going to love. And some people are going to absolutely despise. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's here. Yeah. I never heard this artist before. Uh, a lot of monthly listeners on Spotify. So this is obviously mm-hmm. something that's pretty popular. It's been not, not on my radar, uh, but right away, what grabbed me about it was the lyrics and some of the brutal honesty. Yeah. It's um, very, that- very just off the cuff. Yeah, and, and some some of it, 
I was like, okay, maybe some people might find this line a little cringy mm-hmm. um, because it's it's sometimes it's a little on the nose. However, in a very like Morrissey esque, honest like. There's like a Morrissey-esque honesty to this, to the lyrics on this thing. There's a realness to it that I personally like. And I find that in this kind of music, sometimes it's a little, it's a little bit built on one cliche after another. Mm -hmm. And this isn't. So I enjoyed the singles because of that and that alone. But yes, there is, there is a lot of, there's not, this isn't something you haven't heard before musically or exactly. uh, you know or or melodically but um there's something a little different about this that that I thought was was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted to bring it up. I think it's just a neat project. Um yes. Next Agreed. up number, number seven. 7 the EP name that I hate the most this year so far Love Will Kill All by Bleeding Through. Okay. I love I love Bleeding Through. I think this is a horrible EP name, uh, but they've got the one single Rage off of this, and I think this EP is going to sound like everything Bleeding Through has ever done in their entire career, and I'm here for that because Bleeding Through is a great band. <laughs> the titles seems kind of on brand for Bleeding Through, though. It like is. that's that's something like that's a title that I could expect them to use, yeah. um, and I don't mean that in a bad way, and I don't mind it as much as you do, Mike. Uh, yeah, Bleeding Bleeding Through, you know, California metalcore kind of originators mm-hmm. you know from from back in the early days uh you know they they were sharing the stage with 18 visions and, and bands like that or trade you know, back in the Tower, early days. uh all the good stuff yeah and they're definitely a little bit more like dark Tower, a little bit more influenced by you know kind of the like gothenburg sound mm-hmm. uh and and stuff like that but yeah i thought this band was done and i was i was didn't realize that they'd put out a record in 2018 because they yeah. broke up in 2014, came back with a surprise record, which I completely missed. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, this band has always had a, a cool way of blending. You oh, know, wait, the kind record of like, was called Love Will Kill All. What's the CP called then? Oh. Let me figure this out. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We've got, you got some explaining to do. Yeah. But no, but, but, but while you look that up, Mike, I think. It's because they I've haven't changed liked, their Facebook banner yet. Uh, okay. Well, what I like about this band is that they do incorporate the you know the Gothenburg kind of metalcore sound, uh, a little bit like Darkest Hour, but then they mm-hmm. also have sort of a punk sensibility that's like kind of like their roots from Southern California too. So yep. cool, a cool band and, uh, and and nice people and uh, and it's great to see them back and and we'll see what the EP does. For sure, I'm excited. I think that they're just a fun time. Um, Another one of those bands that's just not going to change the way you look at metalcore, things like that. Oh, the EP is just called Rage. Cool. There you go. Um, but yeah, it should be just a fun time. Okay. Number six. Uh, coming in at number six, uh, we've got the new record, Jacksonville or Jacksonville's Finest Shinedown, with their new record, mm. Planet Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how I feel about this record, because I think the singles were generally weak for shinedown songs they had some fun riffs and some cool vocal patterns but i just wasn't grabbed by any of the songs really but shinedown is also a band that always has some bangers hiding somewhere on the record so i'm generally still excited for this record and gonna listen to it i think shinedown doesn't get the respect they deserve from i also agree that the the community of music uh they obviously they're a huge band Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to dominate, you know, rock charts and they're going to play huge shows, but they are a huge cut above their peers. I if you And I won't name names, but you know who I'm talking about. Those other bands that are that are on all over satellite radio um, or or ter- or terrestrial radio, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and this band just they bring it. They have great songs. They've got always cool parts some cool ideas and i think i think they're uh i forget the singer's name uh brent maybe um oh gosh I can't he, he's now. uh he's a great great singer too so yeah this this band i think i'm glad we're, we're including them because i know yeah, mike's uh, yeah once in a while you, you know you'll kind of say oh yeah by the way like this band like red hot chili Peppers have a new record and it's like not even in our top fucking Mm-hmm. 12 that week but I'm glad we're including Shinedown because because I agree with you I think they are one of the best mainstream rock bands out there 
Yeah, I, this, this is a band that's like, they're in a weird spot because they're mainly on radio play, things like that. And if I turn on the radio in my car and like cut the chorus playing, I'm not going to turn it off. I'm going to wait to turn my Bluetooth on, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's one of those like, not headlining festival bands, but like if you see them like third from the top on the bill and you're like, okay, they're going to headline the side stage like Friday, like I'm not mad about it. No, I, I think they're time. a really good band. I think they're a really good band. And uh, yeah, I actually, and I disagree with you on the singles. I thought they were, they were great. So okay. we'll see. We'll see. We will. Um, Next up, number five. And I'm kind of sad I have to put this as low, but there's just a solid little grouping here up at the top. Uh, the new record, Electrified Brain by Municipal Waste. Oof. You have heard this. You say it's incredible. I believe you based on the singles. It's their best album. And I'm really excited. If you're saying it's their best album, that's a bold I think it's their statement. best album. I'll that's tell a, you why. This band has been around forever. It's, that's insane. Well, here's what they did differently this time. The production is so much better than their other records. It really is. I will it say It sounds that. so good. Um, and the riffs, they just... They just basically rewrote some of the best Metallica riffs ever and okay. put them on this record. Like there are so many great riffs where you're like, wait, was that on Ride the Lightning? Like, it's just great. It's it's just, mm-hmm. it's like an absolute masterclass in crossover thrash. It's fun. This band never takes themselves too seriously at all. The mm-hmm. performances are incredible. One and of my the production live, live it, thrash bands. They're so yeah, fun. This dude. Straight up, this is like, this is one of the best thrash records of all time. Can I fucking Don't, say that? Because it I is. I think you can. Because it is. I love this record. You love it more than the creator record this year, though. I do. I I, I think okay. it's more because and I'll tell you why. Because it's less it's polished. More fun. It's more like thrash. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's more fun. It's more modern. It just it's it isn't like the creator record is obviously great, and that band never misses, but. This this record isn't a little. This record's not dated sounding either. Mm-hmm. Like this record has a cool kind of modern twist to it that makes it a lot of fun. So I'm I'm all in on this. Number five, wow! I, it, I this should be top three for sure. But hey, it's okay. I don't make the list. We'll see if it's better than Art of Partying because that record is just absolutely iconic to me. So it is iconic. Uh, number four. So we kind of talked about Coheed and how they are a band that feels like you are gatekept from listening to it and we've got another one of those this week uh because we're bringing the new record anti my i want to say is the record title uh from the deer hunter coming out of providence rhode island we are getting very close to having a band from every state on this show now um (laughs) yeah but this is one of those weird story-driven kind of operatic and performative bands that's just doing some really really cool stuff that you're never going to hear on the radio unless it's an edited track. Yep. Um, these two singles are just crazy. Fucking great band. Yeah. Um, does not get enough respect. Uh, well, actually, they get respect. They're just, it's always, I'm always surprised they're not more popular. Um, they are kind of in their own sort of world, like, like Coheed. They have a lot mm-hmm. of concept albums. They have the Act series, which I think went up to five yeah, albums. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, and, and, you know, now they're, they're switching out of that a little bit, but, uh, Casey, the, uh, Crescenzo is just one of the most talented guys ever. Um, you know, a lot of people know him from, from his, his original stint in the receiving ends of Sirens post-hardcore band from the mid 2000s, 2005. I want to say the record came out. Um, and yeah, just, just this guy's just incredibly talented and, there's just so much on these records to absorb. There's just, it's so, they're so deep. Yeah. It's, I think like performative is the best word that I can describe it as. It really reminds me of like, um, an avatar or a sleep token or, uh, something along those lines. Right. Or what's What am I even thinking of? What's the band? No, you're right though. Like creeper you're right, almost though. too. Where it's like it's very story driven. American Idiot by Green Day, stuff like that, where it's you almost need kind of like a visualizer to go along with the entire thing, which is super cool and I love it. Yeah, there's there's a whole other expression to this, you know. It's um yeah, it's it's almost like uh, I'm trying to trying to make comparisons. I don't like to make comparisons mm-hmm. on the fly unless I've thought about it. Yeah. But it's it's like it's something like 
if you mixed Queen, mm-hmm. Panic at the Disco, and Circus Survive. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's that's pretty that's pretty accurate. Definitely Circus Survive vibes for sure. Yep. Um, with it, but this yeah this this um this band is in, insanely good, and um, all their records are good, and uh, you know they don't. They're, they're, you know, they're fairly prolific, but at the same time, it's a big deal whenever they put something out. So mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Uh, number three, we've got the new record totem from Atlanta, Georgia's own satire. At least I think mm-hmm. that's how you pronounce your name. S A T Y R. Yeah. Um, this is a really cool project because it is post hardcore, but is not swan core. And it's kind of almost influenced by progressive rock and progressive metal more than anything but still kind of keeps that core post-hardcore sound. It's just vibey and technical. And I really, really like this. I really like it too. I had not heard of the band. Um, I believe this record is coming out on kill iconic records, Yep, which is, which is our, our boy Donovan Malero of, um, yep. of Donovan Malero uh, most recently and also of hail the sun. Uh, so, you know, his, his label and his brand, which is really cool. Yeah. Gold necklace I, is also on there. I think um, Andres is on there too. So just, stacked lineup on that label. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And, and it's, it's really great to see because, um, I know what you mean about, yeah, it's like, it's not quite swan core. It's not quite progressive metal. It's not quite post hardcore. It's, it's, it's a like healthy blend. It really rides the line between all of these things to where it really gives its, its, its own sound, mm-hmm. but it's catchy though. It's, it's it catchy and it's good and it's not, it's exciting. It's not boring. Um, it doesn't feel like too cool for anything. It's mm-hmm. it's really it's really cool. It's got got a lot of uh, character to it. So I'm yeah, glad you're including sure. this one. Yeah, I think it's these singles are just an absolute blast, and I can't wait to kind of put it all together. Uh, I really liked their last record. What was it called? Um, Locus came out in 2020. Super cool record as well. Um, just make sure you check out this band because they're new, up and coming, and just really really fun. Absolutely. All right. Coming in at number two, we're going across the pond to the United Kingdom for the new record Pathos by Conjurer. This is a doom metal, mm. black metal, sludge metal kind of combo band. Uh, and I think that this record's going to be an absolute masterpiece with the atmosphere and kind of crushing heaviness that they bring in such a similar but different way to that candy record where I think there's a lot going on, but it's a little bit more crushing instead of I'm just going to hit you in the face as many times as I can. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I, I don't exactly hear it on the same level as candy. These are, these songs are epics. Yes. For you sure. know, much longer, longer, more orchestral. more orchestral, more emotion, um, scarier in a different way, scarier, more in like a horror movie way. Yes. Um, I think this, this band is absolutely insanely good too quite underrated mm-hmm. and uh yeah i think this this is could be one of the best you know uh I'll, black doom metal albums of the year i think so too um i wonder how long it's gonna be this is always the thing because yes. probably most of the tracks going to be like eight or nine minutes is this thing going to be you know like a full hour and 20 minute long record or is this going to be you know only six or seven tracks of eight or nine mm-hmm. minutes i don't know um, in a way, I don't care. I, I feel like this band has the diversity within their songs to keep my attention for over an hour. So we'll see what yeah, happens. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I'm just looking to see if I have the, or how long it is real quick. Uh, it is, let's see, eight songs, seven minutes, six minutes, seven and a half, five, uh, eight, two and a half, six forty, okay. seven twenty. Okay, so we're under an hour. Yeah, for sure. Eight times five, uh, or eight times seven. I mean, it would if it's average. Yeah, we're definitely probably only yeah. around you know fifty minutes, maybe something like that. Yeah, forty five. So that's 50. probably right in the sweet spot. So I'm I'm really excited for this. Yep, me too. Um, but yeah, that record's going to be just an absolute blast. All right. Well, that brings us to our number one album of the week, which we're going to get into right after these messages. And we're back. We are. We're back. We're so, back. Wow. Big week already. Huge. Um, 
This number one, if you told me last week this was going to be my number one this week, I would have been kind of surprised and laughed at you, I think. <laughs> but once I really kind of like listened to these singles and like listened to our little playlist of all the singles for the upcoming albums and stuff like that, this was just what stuck with me the most and what I wanted to listen to the most. Uh, and it's the new record, Mirror Cell, by Greg Pucciato, previously of Dillinger Escape Plan. Um, these singles are just incredibly well written. I'm so happy with them. I um I am shocked that this is number one. I am also shocked that the former Dillinger Escape Plan, you know, vocalist slash strongman mm-hmm. is capable of putting this together. No offense to Greg, um, yeah. who I've met briefly one time, very nice guy, but this is just so multi-dimensional. Yes, there's like don't get me wrong, Dillinger Escape Plan had the chaos and the energy, but it was like, I love the band, but it is always kind of lacking something and focusing on being technical and heavy. Whereas this kind of flows and takes you along for a walk and it's got some emotion in it while still having that energy and element of chaos. But it's just, these singles are so damn good and catchy. And what's the track? Lowered, I think, or never wanted that. Like both of them get stuck in my head constantly. And I just want to listen to this record the most next week and I'm or next week uh, tomorrow. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's extremely hard to really define what this is. Um, yeah. I was having trouble. It's got a cool kind of indie rock sort of shoegazy vibe. Synthwave um, portions. Synthwave like, portion. And then there's still then some there's, heavy metal portions that there are like, is. okay, this sounds just like Dillinger. Like, well, I don't know about that, yeah, <laughs> but there's definitely not. some chuggy guitars, you know, and some screaming in mm-hmm. the one single, which yep. which was kind of almost threw me off because it was the third single that I heard. Yep. So no you know, so I'm I'm really excited to see what this whole thing is when it takes form. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm impressed, very very impressed with this. Uh, you know, it's almost a little bit like, um you know, how hundreds switched up their sound. Yes. It's kind of that level of change between Dillinger and this, which obviously, you know, Greg, you know, Greg joined Dillinger after the band had already been established. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure Ben was writing most of these songs or, you know, and, and their, their drummers, uh, you know, Chris mm-hmm. Penny originally. And then I forget the guy after that's name. Greg still loves to be heavy. He's got killer be killed still. Right? Right. Like, right. Killer Be Killed is a great band I forgot about. Yeah. Yeah. So he loves to yeah. do the heavy stuff. This is just, I think, a different side, a different creative outlet, and something that I'm just super, super happy that we're getting. Yeah. No, I mean, sometimes, you know, this, this is like the, the whole uh, stereotype of, oh, that guy's just a front man in a metal band running around. Like, he can't possibly mm-hmm. do anything like, you know... Uh, emotional or interesting or or whatever and uh you, you guys got to stop it with that that cliche because yeah this is incredible and this guy is wow this is really impressive yep i'm here for it wow okay well that's our top eight we're gonna get uh into some honorable mentions let's do a quick recap though how about yeah. number eight we've got the new record nocturnal by Mothica. Number seven. The new EP, Rage, by Bleeding Through. Number six. Got the new record, Planet Zero, by Shinedown. Number five. Electrified Brain, by Municipal <laughs> Waste. Number four. Anti-My, by The Deer Hunter. Number three. Totem, by A Satire. Number two. Pathos, by Conjurer. And number one, of course. New record, Mirror Cell, by Greg Pusciato. There we go. All right. Uh, we're going to do our spell rapid... Greg's name just because it, it is a little weird. It's P-U-C-I-A-T-O if you can't find it. There you go. People appreciate yeah. that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, let's get into our rapid fire honorable mentions. Yep. We just got 23 real quick this week. So oh, easy. Be nice and fast. Uh, we got a new live album from Thursday. Cool. I think it's uh, War All the Time. So make sure you check that out. Interesting. Yep. It's kind of interesting when bands do like an entire album live. You're one to talk. 
I know we've done two of them, <laughs> but, but, uh, it is, it is kind of interesting, right? Interesting approach, yeah. you know, um, to kind of see what they do. But we're all the time is, uh, I think an underrated Thursday record right when it came out. It's so weird was, because I feel like every Thursday record is an underrated Thursday record. Well, not depending full on who you're talking to. <laughs> full collapse is not underrated, but uh, okay, it's yeah. good. <laughs> um, next up, we've got two new EPs, uh, that I want to talk about. There's a speaking with ghosts EP. This is super cool, kind of post-hardcore metalcore band. Um, kind of smaller, up and coming, but I think they've got some really, really solid stuff. So make sure you check out the CP. Mm, cool. Uh, and kind of in a similar vein to Shinedown, there's a new Saint Sonia EP this week. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know too much about it, but I know a lot of people that love the band. So make sure you go check that out. Isn't it the guy from... I might be mixing it up. Is it the guy that used to be in Three Days Grace? Uh, I don't remember. I may be wrong. Don't quote me, but I, but I may be um, right. St. Asonia is a Canadian-American super rock group consisting of, yeah, Adam Gontier, uh, lead guitarist Mike Mashak, and bassist and backing vocalist Kale Gontier, and drummer Cody Watkins. Mm, there you go. Okay, there you go. Oh. Cool. Um, next up, we're going to just hop into the singles. Uh, we've got a new single from Demon Hunter featuring Tom Engold of Evergrey. Oh, so yeah. super cool bringing the kind of like speed metal demon hunter with uh, some kind of Gothenburg metal should be fun. Yeah. Cool. Uh, next up, we've got outline and color with a feature from Michael Swank of Fox Arrow, who's one of my favorite vocalists right now. Uh, so make sure you check that out. And uh, let's just screw it. Let's get rid of the features uh, set to stun band that hasn't been around for a little bit. They've got a new song featuring DJ Lethal and Telly from The Word Alive. So that should be a lot of fun. Oh, okay. Uh, next up, there's a new Unprocessed single. We had their EP a little while back and they're starting to roll out the full-length record. It's got a couple of songs from the EP and missing a couple, so I don't know what's really going on there. Uh, they did say that EP was kind of like a precursor to the record, but regardless, I'm super excited for this. Okay. Um, Next up, we've got a new single from Cold Rain. They are a Japanese deathcore metalcore band. It's super, super cool. Um, kind of on the opposite side of Earthists and more like Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. Good um, guys. Love Cold sure. Rain. Uh, there's a new single from Slowly Slowly, which is super cool. Make sure you check that out. Uh, there's a new single from The Front Bottoms. Check that out if you're interested in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, our favorite cult, Bayside, have a new single out. So that should be cool. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but they never miss for sure. Uh, there's a new Miss May I single off their mm. upcoming album really soon here. Uh, I'm super stoked. Good to have them back. They just announced the support for their tour. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't. Um, this tour is insane because they announced like one supporting band a week. What is it? So it's Miss May I headlining, then Currents, Kingdom of Giants, and Landmarks. Oh, cool. Stupid stack tour. It's all B markets though, which is kind of interesting. Like they're playing the machine shop in Flint. So well, they probably got something else coming then. Yeah, hopefully. Um, but yeah, super cool tour. Love the Miss May I guys. I think that they are a band that kind of got written off uh, early on in the like 2010s metalcore time period. And they have only gotten better and better. And yeah, make sure you check that out. Um, do you remember a band called Dr. Acula? Yeah. They're back and they got a new single. <laughs> Do, uh, Dr. Acula has been a, they've been around forever. Uh, oh, I remember have. them. They're, they're, I think they're out in New York, yep. uh, Long Island maybe. And I remember them playing some shows with them back in like 2005. Oh yeah. So uh-huh. definitely an interesting band. If you know, you know, kind of band, there you right? Go. Yep. Agreed. Um, there's a new Deftones single. Should be pretty cool. People um, love Deftones. They do. Uh, there's a new single from Ocean Sleeper. Pretty cool band. Uh, kind of that post-hardcore, almost uh, a Skylet Drive sound, which is just super fun. Um, there's a new single from Distant, which is a really cool deathcore band. We've, we've been kind of light on the deathcore lately, I've felt. Mm, yeah, maybe the year of deathcore was last year, actually. Maybe. Mm-hmm. We, we got into death throws at the end of last year, but... <laughs> Come October, it's going to be the year of Deathcore again. We get that new Lauren Shore record. Let's be honest. Mm, yeah, that's a big one. Uh, we got a new single from Death Blooms. Super cool band. Uh, kind of that like new metalcore vibe, but more on the Limp Biscuit side than on the actual metalcore side. 
Um, there's a new single from Stick to Your Guns. A little bit of controversy about that band lately. Uh, so check mm-hmm. it out if you're interested. Yep. Um, new single from Pianos Become the Teeth. This is the second off of their upcoming record. I forget when it's coming out, but that's going to be an absolute blast. Great band. Uh, new single and EP announcement from Amberlin. Oh. Yeah. Pretty that's interesting. That's big news. That's, I'm surprised news. that's not the end of the end of the episode news. That's, uh, yeah, man, we don't get new music from Amberlin very often. And nope. They are, it's great to have them back too. For sure. Uh, next up, we're getting the next single in the kind of storybook album release that The Wise Man's Fear is doing. Make sure you check that out. It's an absolutely incredible song. I've heard it already. Just blast. Uh, there's a new Invent Animate song out, which, as you know, is one of my favorite metalcore bands. Just on another level entirely. Yeah. And we talked about him a little bit earlier in the episode. But Chris Turner and the boys in Ocean's 8 Alaska finally have a new song coming out. Second new song with their original vocalist back in the band. I'm extremely excited to hear this. And I think it's going to be a banger. All right. Yeah, that's everything we got this week. Good. Good. Well, that's a lot of stuff to listen to once again. Uh, congratulations to Greg on his new record, which uh, is probably going to be the first thing I'm going to listen to because I'm really intrigued, kind of, kind of to see how far this is going to go in either direction. You know what I mean? Yep. Are we going to get full-on metal songs? Are we going to get really, really kind of indie rock? You know, I think we're going to get portions. I don't think we're going to get a full song either way. Maybe not. I think we're it's going to be super dynamic, but I think it's going to hit some real extremes on this record that the singles didn't show us. Yes. And don't miss electrified brain. The new one from municipal waste, just such a fun record. Um, and, uh, yeah, we got a good, we got a good one. So Mike, um, enjoy your time with your lady friend. And, uh, we will talk next week about all of these records. Maybe we'll see. Mm, We're going to, are we, are we, can we, I don't know. Uh, we can't do, Twitch for the next two weeks because I have plans. No problem. I understand. If you can hop on the phone with me for 45, we'll get it done. Yeah, we'll do our best. All right. Mike, thanks. Yep. Always a good one. I'll see you later. And of course, everybody, and of course, everybody, make sure you follow Mike on Instagram for the full list and more at Slappy Slam. For sure. Peace and love. Yep. Thanks, bud.